Welcome to the Nifty Christian Radio Show here on niftychristian.com, the place for intelligent believers. Believe that, KC Nifty. We are your hosts, and we want to welcome you to our world. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> How you doing, Miss K Sizzle? Very well. Very well. Very well. How about you? Excellent, as per usual. Um, since we last came on the air, man, we've had a lot of interesting news that's been going on in the media, within the church, oh, yeah. uh, within music. Um, so we're going to be talking about a lot of things today, man. But one, one of the things that I first want to do is congratulate um, the big homie K-Drama, uh, who is going to be starting a church. Yes, yes, the Flow Christian Church. That's big right there. Yeah, um, it seems to be a very unique um, premise for this particular for this church right it seems to be founded on artistic expression so they live by certain rhythms yeah yeah you know love peace each of these things basically core tenets of, of good of a good life anyway of a mm-hmm. Christ-like way to live in any case yeah but they have found an artistic vein in which to to follow so it, it's really really amazing and it's they were actually donated a building. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Which is a major blessing. Uh, and, and the building is like, not, it's it's a pretty big building. Um, oh, it's yeah. It's not a small little dinky building. It's, no. it's a pretty... Targeted to uh, inner youth. Size, yeah. There's a place yeah. for There's now a place for inner youth, at-risk youth um, to go. Yeah. And you know, a lot of these young people are usually very, very talented, but no out, but have no outlets. Exactly, exactly. Nothing to express themselves with. And you know, I've I've mentioned this in other shows before. Um, I've known people growing up in school who said the only thing sometimes when they were bad at school, like you know, academically, they weren't yeah. as 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 strong as other students. The best thing they knew how to do was be bad. Exactly. And I asked, gave him attention. I asked yeah. what what would have made the difference? And the answer was always if I had had something to do. Mm. So boredom. This yeah, yeah, this means that an outlet. Yeah. Young people really really need an outlet. So thumbs up to K Drama for providing this yeah. for for a lot of young people out there who otherwise would have nowhere to to, to really Express themselves. It's a good look, man. It's a good look, man. So big shout out to K Drama. If you want to support, if you want to read up more about it, we got the we got the story posted up on niftychristian.com. Um, but definitely, man, uh, read up about it. Support him, man. Um, he he's been doing ministry for over a decade now. Yep. Uh, so you know he's no stranger to ministry, man. So this is definitely a yes, huge step for him. He's going in as assistant man. director of this church, yeah. so he is yeah, doing big things. Extremely, extremely proud of him, man. Um, there was, you know, speaking of churches, we, we we came across another story where the Church of England was now um, uh, allowing gay bishops on the condition that they stay celibate. That's I mean, the catch. But what what I didn't understand about the article is they were saying they can't deny them being a bishop on the fact that on the basis that that they're gay, but they can, however, impose that they have to be celibate. I don't get why they can only impose that but not impose the other. Um, I think they just want to be politically correct. Politically, and they this don't want to. What is politics? I just, <laughs> I just think they don't want to. They don't want to step on too many toes. You've got a lot of um, gay protests about such a thing right now. A lot of the churches are divided um, with regards to the role of gays and women yeah. in the church. The yeah. role that that these people are allowed to play, and 
it's difficult for them. I don't think they want to take a hard stance against gays um, just yet. I mean, regardless of the fact that they of their orientation, these people have money. They donate to the churches. You know, there's it's probably a lot more than we know. There's probably a lot more running below the surface that factors into there their decision. Yeah, there would have to be. And um, yeah, so so there's. I think, in essence, they have to sort of find a loophole. Mm-hmm. They don't, technically, and, and truthfully, I'm sure, they don't want to um, allow gays in the church. I think that's, I want to say, general consensus, but maybe the split might be something like, I don't know, 80-20. Yeah. Perhaps yeah. more so for people not in favor of, you know, people, gay people being playing a, playing a prominent role in the church. So they have to find a way around this and without really being too vocal and too harsh about it. So they say, okay, well, we can't tell you we don't want you because you're gay. (laughs) But we can tell you we don't want you if you're having sex outside of marriage, if you're you're not celibate. Mm -hmm. We can tell you those things because that the, the whole premise of being abstinent and, and celibate and not at all involved in any form of sexuality is important to churches such as this one. What was the denomination of the church, if you remember? Church of England? I, I'm thinking I, they're Anglican? I think it was Anglican, yeah. I think it was it was Anglican. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I understand their dilemma, but I don't think it's any reason to condone it. I mean, it's one of those things where, um, you know, the church should always be having a mentality where you can come as you are, but you shouldn't stay as you are, let alone preach. Well, their argument, their argument is, you know, it's a mindset. It's it's almost as if they're saying, well, you're not gay. You're not. We don't have to see perceive you as gay if you're not performing the acts. If it's only in your head, if, you, right. if you've only you had just, the urges, but you right. haven't acted on it, yeah. meaning you are celibate, you are not sleeping with anyone, you are still praying to God, then on those conditions, they don't see you as gay. Even if you call yourself gay, but if you want to come into the church, you just don't say anything about that. You just you just maintain that you are celibate. You maintain wow. your celibacy. You come in there and you serve God and you put that to the side basically they're asking for sexuality to put to be put to the side to you know to be put aside they don't want anything sexual um involved when it comes to serving i guess it opens another can of worms because you know yeah it's it's a good point i guess at what point do you do you cross the line and become gay if it's if you're just feeling a certain way towards somebody um but you haven't acted on it you know does that make you gay or you know if you're if if you're straight and you feel like uh, cheating on your wife does that make you a cheater even though you haven't acted on it I, I mean, mean there's there's a lot of shades of gray there. yeah there, there's there a really lot is. of shades That's of gray because like, especially hmm. with like fidelity there's emotional cheating right where you haven't actually committed any sort of physical act okay. but you emotionally link yourself to someone else and so yeah you, you're no longer present with your current with your current spouse right right there's that but then there's the issue of okay if i if i think of killing someone does that make me a murderer not really yeah it's uh you're right you're right but if i commit the act then it's premeditated it's true <laughs> 
Um, let me pose that to the listener, man. One eight seven seven four four nifty. I mean, would you go to a church um, where the pastor was an amazing pastor? I mean, this dude knew his stuff, knew his word inside and out, had the anointing, um, had the calling, if you will. Um, never acted on urges to be gay, but you knew uh, he he you know he or she came out and said that they had they're attracted uh, they were attracted to members of the same sex um would you attend the church and uh what are your reasons and you know how do you feel about these these shades of gray per se i think that's a very good question man because it does open up another can of worms and um you know just 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 staying on that whole thing speaking i mean of gay speaking, and of, speaking which, of churches you know how about that eddie long eddie long man <laughs> um Last story I want to discuss today, man. Before we get into the, you know, first track and so forth, I'm I'm disappointed. Um, You're disappointed. I've, I've come out and I've said on many occasions, um, I'm a fan of Eddie Long. I think I think he's a wonderful preacher. I think he's a wonderful pastor. I think he's very intelligent. Um, I think he's good at what he does. Um, but uh, for those that may not be in the know, uh, he recently settled out of court with for the, a whopping. 25, 25 million million dollars this with is the, with the four with is, the four boys yeah this is uh, divided up into the fact that I think they get 2.5 million up front yeah, yeah. and four hundred thousand dollars every year for the next 20 years the next 20 years so 2.5 million up front and then four hundred thousand to each each one of the accusers so each one of these young men is financially set like for you, the next you, 20 you years can't, you can't go wrong I mean <laughs> Whether, whether whether or not they told the truth or or a lie, they looks and, like and, they won. <laughs> and this is where all the, yeah. all those who hop on the additional bandwagon. This is this is why they do it. So we we actually heard word that there's going to be a few more a- accusations coming along, and that they're going to be a bit um, worse. So it's it's crazy, man. I mean, it's interesting to see how he handled this. I, you see, he had a lot of people in his corner mm-hmm. right up until when he made a statement. He said, and I quote, "This thing." I am going to fight. What happened? Yeah. Where was the fight? Yeah. He settled out of court. When he, the moment he did that, he lost a lot of us. Well, it's he, he lost a lot. But what's what's even more interesting is that he actually is opening up. He's opening uh, up. He's new starting churches. new new churches. Um, and he's asking he's asking his his numbers uh, for his, donations. His numbers for donations so that he can fund these new buildings and so forth. So. I mean, it's it's interesting that he would take that move um, very shortly after he settles out of court. Now, again, nothing. This does not say. This is not uh, assume that he is actually guilty. Not an indication of his guilt. But uh, we were listening to an interview with Don Lemon from CNN, uh, who recently also came out um, as being gay as well, and he was talking to the accusers in the Eddie Long case. And uh, Don Lemon had said that the, the, that the accusers uh, had mentioned buzzwords, or Eddie Long had mentioned buzzwords to these ex- accusers. And uh, again, not accusing him, but um, these certain buzzwords are words that are, are, are words that molesters had said. Now, Don was able to identify these because he himself was a victim he of was, childhood molestation. Exactly. Just so you're clear, we're all clear on that and how he was able to figure that out. And he said, all these people, they'd never met each other before. They did not know each other. They had not spoken about the issue prior to the interview. But each one of them mentioned these buzzwords individually. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's um. So it really it's crazy. It gives you cause to think. There is him settling out of court when he should have been fighting this tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. There are these young people coming forward and mentioning things and having things in common that they really shouldn't. Yeah. That yeah. they really, really shouldn't. Now, again, we're not in any way coming out and saying, okay, well, we're we're this is in no admission, no no indication of his of his guilt. We're we're not the ones to judge. It's just behind all of this rumor, there's a there's a kernel of truth somewhere. Somewhere in all this. And somewhere. Because of that, I wanna urge everybody to pray. I mean, today we're doing a show on prayer, so we'll definitely get into this more after this next segment but um i want to urge everybody to pray not just for eddie long and his family but for all the people that attend his church because what's going to go on now is that as they're going to the church and listening to the word they're not going to be meditating on the word no they're going to be meditating on the case and church is not, not a place where you go. It's not even meditating. They're just, meditate. just going to be distracted you know, by the case. There's a huge And the fact there. of the matter is, his 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 membership is already down. Right. And uh, people have already stopped going. And I don't think that's right. I mean, you know, this dude can deliver the word. He can definitely. He's got words that can that can uplift. So the question, um, my question to you is, if 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 you if it came out, if somehow there was, let's just say, video. Mm-hmm video were released of him actually engaging in these acts of which he's been accused would you still go to his church would you still listen to him preach the word especially because he's been so vehemently against the things that he's been accused of he has preached against these things now that that makes him a hypocrite and and again this this is why i want to urge everybody to pray for the people going because you're right it's going to be a huge distraction me personally i would be distracted initially um, but I, you would I, continue to go if you were if, I would, if he were to I would be stop found going. I would stop going initially until I can get over my distraction. If he were to be found guilty, is there a way to get over the distraction? Does he does he repent of his guilt? You know, because I mean, I mean, if, if, if we're going to talk about that, we we can use Kirk Franklin, Ambassador Truth. These guys were guilty, and they came out, and you know, I'm still a fan of them. I still yeah, but support it's their still music. not quite the same. Homosexuality has a different stigma not than me. infidelity. Not to me, though. So I'm, well, maybe to yeah. you, but to the rest <laughs> you know, of the Christian community. It's all the same community. to me, and to God, it's all the same. To God, it's all the same, but to the rest of the Christian community, I don't think it's as cut and dry. Yeah. Look at Tone. At this moment, he still struggles. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, he's got but, a new name. Yeah. What is he? What's he? What's he called now? He's got a new B. name. Slade. Sorry, yes, be slayed. Be slayed. But it's different. Tony has not, he's not repenting of it though, so it's different. Um, but uh, these are, you know, I'm saying that, that's why I think it's important if these cats actually repent of it. If they admit it and show a form of humility and weakness, then yes, I would support them. Um, if they want to continue in that lifestyle, then no, I, I just can't support that. So I think I think that really it really depends on that. But I just want to urge everybody to pray for the people going there, and so that there's no distractions when they're getting their their weekly soul food. You know what I mean? Um, with that being said, man, we we got a great show on prayer today, and we'll we'll uh, we'll discuss the topic after this song by my man Reflect. This one's called Man in the Mirror. Um, this is such a great song about temptation and, and so on and so forth, man. So uh, definitely check it out, my man Reflect. Yeah. And this one's called Man in the Mirror. We'll be right back. Hmm. It's hard to go back. Yeah. 
ever help somebody I said Just a little bit later But a little bit later Turned into a whole lot See, my car's still in the parking lot Sun's risen, mine's missing Yeah, man, I must have forgot But how could I forget Where did I slip, stumble off and trip Man, yeah, this is a trip I'm a teacher in a church I think I taught on this A lesson, a study that I taught well Seems my lesson, my exam, man, I have failed It's hypocrisy, why I dwell Integrity up to sell I feel like an empty shell Yeah, I'm black but I'm turning pale God, how could I let you down after you never bailed? I'm grown kinda stale Back to my car, said it crying, I just yell I'm staring at this man in the mirror I wonder, who is this man in the mirror? I wonder, does he follow his own agenda? I wonder, is Christ really, really the center? I'm staring at this man in the mirror I wonder, who is this man in the mirror? I wonder, does he follow his own agenda? I wonder, is Christ really, really the center? Uh, it started out cool from the outside view There was just enough space between us two Then, uh, it eventually disappeared And she was over here and I was over there Only space left was that between our ears Only space left was that between our ears yeah. Inch by inch we slowly switch gears Comfort rises, overcoming the fears But wait, we said we was just peers But one can never see clear When they let the flesh interfere And this was my deep was in the fear that this was just me and not God I was like yeah he was like nah still I justified and implied that she was meant to be my bride it just made me feel a little better inside meanwhile the rest was still going on I wanted to hide but at the same time the pleasure overrides and rose over conviction like the tide at the end there was no disguise grief always a satisfaction time after time Time after time, I'm staring at this man in the mirror. I wonder who is this man in the mirror. I wonder does he follow his own agenda? I wonder is Christ really, really the center? I'm staring at this man in the mirror. I wonder who is this man in the mirror. I wonder does he follow his own agenda? I wonder is Christ really, really the center? It comes slow like a snail. Before you know it, it's like a stampede and you can't even control it Like fire, you can't hold it, water, you can't mold it Should've ran away instead of trying to be heroic <laughs> Poor the Samson, thought I was a Joseph Depression was a bomb, then it probably exploded I guess I wasn't who I really thought I was S off my chest, I can't even really judge In my dirt, I made a phone call Told my mentor, said I feel like dirt <laughs> All I could say was, I wasn't worthy And then he posed the question after he heard me Said, what made you worthy before That you ain't now <laughs> And that's when it all fell down I crumbled and self-righteousness was found Categorized sin, kinda like colors Labeled some big and some smaller than others Thought I was one up on all of my brothers Swept my little ones right under the cover Man, silly me, I thought I knew humility Had to learn again, pride was killing me Holiness is a mind state first And then it trickles down to the rest of your works I'm done, can't go backwards Truth to set you free, it's time to go back in the word I'm done, can't go backwards Truth to set you free, it's time to go back in the word 
I'm staring at this man in the mirror. I wonder who is this man in the mirror. I wonder does he follow his own agenda? I wonder is Christ really, really the center? I'm staring at this man in the mirror. I wonder who is this man in the mirror. I wonder does he follow his own agenda? I wonder is Christ really, really the center? I'm staring at this man in the mirror. Who is this man in the mirror? Does he follow his own agenda? Is Christ really, really the center? I'm staring at this man in the mirror. I wonder who is this man in the mirror. I wonder does he follow his own agenda? I wonder is Christ really, really the center? Is Christ really, really the center? Is Christ really, really the center? David said, "Try the reins in my heart, God." Yeah, 25, 25 minutes past the hour. It is the Nifty Christian Radio Show, the place for intelligent believers. Believe that. And uh, this segment, I wanna, I wanna talk on something that I think, I think every Christian has probably said at, at one point in their lives um it's kind of like the go-to answer when somebody's having problems and uh you know y'all know the statement the statement is just pray about it um let's just pray about it we'll pray about it and um not to say that that's a bad thing but the question is is it enough and um there is a there's a story um, with a family that has a, a one and a half year old baby, 18 month year old baby that has a growth over her left eye. Um, and this baby is now in danger of being blind. And the parents do not want to get medical treatment because they just want to pray about it. It's against their religious beliefs, right? basically. And they're, they're part of uh, this religious group called Followers of Christ. Right. And one of the tenets of that particular um, form of religion is that they do not use medicine in that prayer and healing oils will take care of any ailments uh, that children or adults might have and in this little girl's case mm-hmm. it is not turning out to be the right thing for her the growth on her eye has gotten so bad it's Practically, she she probably will go blind. It's like the size of a baseball. I'm not even exaggerating. It's like the size of a baseball. Picture a baseball resting on your eyelid. You can go search for it on our site. Uh, it's not a, it's not visible on the front page any longer. But if you were to search for it, um, the couple's last name is Wayland. Mm-hmm. Uh, W-A-Y-L-A-N-D. If you were to search for that, the story would come up pretty quickly. And there is a picture of this little girl. And it really begs the question because people are looking at it and wondering if this is not child abuse right when you see your child ill suffering and you refuse medical attention and you say okay we're just going to pray about it but you don't see an improvement now there's also the, you know the, the fact that God helps those who help themselves and and faith without works is dead so without you can have all the faith in the world at this point but uh-huh. 
And I know that there are some who will strongly disagree and believe that and, and, and throw additional scripture. Faith you know, the size of a mustard seed and you can move mountains. Yes, yes, yes. There's going to be a lot of people angry with this show, boy, I'm telling you. There's going to be a lot of people who but, beg to differ. I'm going to break it down, though. But yeah, go on, go on. But I mean, once if you see, if you've, if you've prayed and you've done all you can mm-hmm. and, and you do not see a change... There's, in my opinion, nothing wrong with seeking medical attention. I've seen this happen firsthand. My younger brother used to used to be um, an asthma sufferer. Right. He suffered from asthma very badly mm-hmm. when he was a kid, and we often spent weekends at my grandmother's house. That's mm-hmm. my father's mother, and she recently converted. She was a born again Christian. Yeah. And one day. We were over there, and my brother suffered an attack. He had an asthma attack. Like he hadn't been feeling well for the maybe the day before or whatever. Right, right. But so we were dropped off there while while our parents were at work. So we're there, and my little brother gets sick. He can't breathe. Yeah. So he's coughing, he's wheezing, and he cannot breathe. He's fighting for air, and all my grandmother did was to cover him down on the ground with a blanket and stretch her hands out and pray over him for 20 minutes hours and he it got to the point where he was yelling please take me to a hospital and she would not it took an uncle of ours to accidentally just come home early and see my brother gasping wow see my little brother gasping for and they rushed into the hospital and at that point he survived yeah but he could have died his throat was closing up. His lungs were constricted. He could not. He literally could not breathe. That must have been scary, man. It was yeah, scary I for can, him. <laughs> and, and for that. me to see that, and, you know, and yeah. I was a kid myself, so I really didn't have any control over telling anyone what to do. Mm-hmm. But I know that my grandmother, all she did was go on her knees and pray and pray. And I know that she probably felt that she could pray him back to health. Right. But... The, the, the minutes were going by and each minute that went by was becoming more and more critical. Now, could you imagine my dad coming back from work and to, to find that his son was dead? Yeah, yeah. I and mean, and That's crazy. The, the worst part of it is to know that your child has died when there was a chance that your child could have been saved. It's messed up, but I As mean, a like, parent? but like, what what do you say to a congregation? I mean, this is a, this is a mega church, I and mean, this church has about five to ten thousand members in it. Mm-hmm. Um, your, you know, your grandmother. I mean, th- these are people who wholeheartedly believe. They in strongly the believe that their faith, you know, can the faith of a mustard seed can can move, move a mountain. mountains. So, what do you tell to a congregation or to somebody like that who? Who truly? I mean, they at the, at at the base of it, they have a pure intention. Their 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 goal is not to harm people, to harm their kids. I know these parents that have you know who have this daughter with a growth and right. I don't think their intentions for her to be blind. Okay, that that's right? fair. But at what point do you do you decide that it's not enough? I mean, this little girl's about to lose her eye. This growth didn't right. start out that size. It was small. It was minor at first. Right. And they've evidently they've been praying from the get-go. Okay, but I'm playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. If I'm the parent and I see it getting bigger, right, and I believe that by my faith I'm pleasing God and then it gets bigger and then I give up and then I go and take her to the doctor. Remember the story, um, I forgot the guy's name, but the person who had to dip in the water seven times. 
the dude with leprosy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? I mean, after six times and you still see it there, you're likely to incline to want to give up, right? right? I think they probably read the scripture over and over and they're like, okay, this is just a sixth dip right now. It's a fifth dip. They probably thought their breakthrough was just about to happen. And that's how these these pastors will probably preach it to them as well. Your breakthrough is about to happen. I'm Keep sure. I'm faith, sure that's right? what happens. I yeah. mean, but there are there's cases of parents going to jail for negligence because they allow their child to die. Mm-hmm. I want. I wonder what their explanation is then. At, at that point, when your child dies because you held on to that, yeah. you 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 stood on that faith and you were firm and you said. No matter no matter how many times, you know, we have to go into the water and we're going to keep going. We're going to keep dipping into yeah. that water until we're washed clean, until this child is healed. Mm-hmm. When this child passes away because medical attention was refused, yeah. then what do you say? Then, then is 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 the is the reply something like, "Well, it was God's will." Is and that what it is? That's that's pretty much what it would go to. They would probably compare themselves to a Job, um, or a character like that, and uh, they would say it was God's will, and that they have a testimony, which actually might be the case. Let, let's let's not get that part. Yeah, but thing, I mean, right? okay, that's but true. But I think this can be avoided. If though. it's God, yeah, because if it's God's will, it's God's will, and if, if God wills it. And if God wants your child's life yeah. that way, if God has decided that it, it is time, even if you take your child to the hospital to get medical attention, mm-hmm. it will be unsuccessful because nothing stops God. Not human medicine, right. not technology, not science, not not anything that we can do as man right. can stop or stand in the way of God. So honestly, if I really don't see why any parent wouldn't fight to save the life of their child and if they could again it's it's all perception they believe that they were fighting and i i want to i want to take some time and examine these scriptures because i mean i think this is where the problem is people people are, are not reading into it properly and because they're not reading into it properly it's causing more harm than good uh, and that's why you know to just pray about it is such a popular lazy response it's a blanket um, response it's, it's a blanket response and it, it's a lazy response now as I mentioned you know every denomination is based on some scripture that that they hold on to and then they base their whole system of, of religion off a certain scripture I'm almost positive that 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 this church will say um, you know without faith it is impossible to please God or uh, you know, with the faith of a mustard seed, you can you can move a mountain, right? Yes. They they probably hang on to to those scriptures, which, in actuality, is true. You know, um, it is impossible to please God without faith. So you need faith to please God. Mm-hmm. Then you got to skip over to the other to the other scripture where it says, "Faith without works is dead." Yes. So. Even just just looking at those two scriptures, logically, 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 logically... It means that faith alone is not enough. Faith alone is not enough to please God. In, in other words, if you really want to please God, you have to work. Yes. Because to follow one or the other right now, just, just to stick on one, just to, just to stick with the one, it's, you will find yourself completely contradicted. By that, by that one scripture that says faith without works. It said, if you're saying, well, I have faith and that's all I need. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to pray because I have faith that this, this, this child will be healed. Yeah. We're not going to take them to the hospital. We're not. 
because we have faith. And then that's it. Yeah, the two go hand in hand. Faith without works is dead. And works without faith ain't work at all. It's just a waste of time. Exactly. <laughs> really and truly. But, and you know what? what's interesting about the scripture is it doesn't say faith without your works is dead. It just says faith without works. And if you look at the word work now, I mean, let's, let's just take that into, in, into account. Now, we also have to look at that word. When we're talking about work, we can work without a purpose or work, you know, uh, towards or work, you know, towards something that, that doesn't achieve the goal. So, for, for example, right, if I'm trying to become um, a great basketball player, Mm-hmm. Right, I shouldn't be practicing with a soccer ball. I shouldn't be practicing soccer moves, even though I'm working. The work that I'm doing is not towards the desired purpose. Right. So the the work that you do has to have a certain purpose, has to have a certain strategy. That it has to be effective and efficient work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't take this into account. We have to examine the word work as well. When we're doing faith, and w- when we're saying faith without works, what type of works are we talking about? You can't just study or you can't just go into a, a, an exam and expect to pass without studying. You have to study. But even when you're studying, you have to have effective study. You can't just study and just, you know, well, I'm going to watch this TV and talk on the phone while I quote unquote study. That's not real study. Yeah. And, you know, and then and then you'll say, well, I was studying, I was working. And what happened here? No, that wasn't effective work. In this case with this daughter, right? They're not doctors. They're not medical experts. There are medical experts that have done the efficient work, that have done the necessary work for them to uh, do the proper operation and surgery for them to heal the daughter. The Bible doesn't say faith without your works. It just faith. It just says faith without works. Mm-hmm. So you can have faith in somebody that has done the work for them to make something happen for you. And I think that's what we have to really take into consideration. I know that I don't have an ill voice like KC. So I'm going to bring on <laughs> KC onto the radio show so that we have two people. One, you know, I'm more down earth, but KC has a great radio broadcasting voice. Aww. She has done the work. You know Aww. what I mean? Um, faith without works is dead, but that works has to be efficient. It has to be effective. You can't just be any random work. And these doctors have done the effective, efficient work. And I think going for that's what we have to keep our minds on is without God, I mean, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But without work, there's no faith, which means without work, you cannot please God. Amen. Oh, I'm going to preach on that word. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to preach on that one. On a side note, it's just interesting that um, even from a non-faith-based perspective, the doctors and lawyers involved in the case are saying that this is a child. Yeah. Refusing medical care as an adult is completely up to the grown-up. It's completely up to up to that person's, you know, judgment. You can decide as a grown-up that you don't want to be treated. You can refuse it. Right, right. But when it comes to a child who doesn't have the know-it-all, the know-all, the, the understanding, mm-hmm. the judgment... Who doesn't know or even or, you know, just even the authority to say no mm-hmm. or, or to say what, what's best in that case, it's not right to deny that child medical care. Yeah. Yeah. Then the state says they have the right to step in and act in the parent's stead because the parent, in essence, is not doing his or her job. The parents aren't doing their job. 
Yeah, this, this story really bothers me, man. It really does. Um, you know, it's an innocent child who, you know... Um, and they said, what, 300 kids? Is it 300 kids? Uh, 300 kids from that church, mind you. 300 kids from that church have passed away due uh, to the parents being... Um, "Quote unquote negligent and uh, not wanting to pursue medical treatment. They they were they were depending on their faith and to just pray about it." Response. Now again, I don't want to make it seem like I'm knocking the the just pray about it because um, I'm not. But I don't want that to be our blanket statement or our go-to answer, or our go-to thing for all things. I think we definitely need to consider work for everything. And and, and there there are some cases where. The work cannot be done. Maybe it's something that's overseas. You're praying for somebody overseas and, you know, you're just not able to do the necessary work or what have you. In that case, yes, you pray about something. You know what I mean? So there are there are cases where the, the just pray about it is cool and I would say acceptable. But in any event, if there's any chance at all or any, any little thing where you can put in some work or have somebody else put in the work, you go all out, man. I truly believe that. I believe in doing everything you can. All you can. When you've done all that you can, yeah. leave the rest in God's hands. Yeah, exactly. At that point, God takes over. But the work must be there. It needs to come. It needs to come from someone. It needs to come from somewhere in order to get the, the results yeah. that we're praying for. Exactly. So... It's unfortunate that this little girl, I honestly feel like she's suffering at this moment. That's my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I will go on record as saying I disagree with how these parents are handling it. Yeah. As a mother myself, I would never, ever, ever be able to watch my little boy suffer in any way, be in any kind of pain, and not fight my hardest mm-hmm. to get him treatment, to do everything in my power to get him the help that he needed. There's kids out there that need blood transfusions, organ transplants, mm-hmm. just, you know, ill. And, and their parents are out there raising funds yeah. to, to get these transplants, to get these donors, to get everything that they can. Parents who don't have the money going to the newspaper, going on TV, doing yeah. everything in their power to get their children well. Yeah. And honestly, when God gives you a child, that is the biggest blessing and the biggest gift and the biggest responsibility. Yeah. It's not a pet rock or, or, <laughs> or, or a hamster. Or a fish. Or a fish. Yeah. You, you, you cannot, you, you can't afford to slack on this. You have to act as though you are carrying precious cargo. Mm-hmm. And that means you do everything in your power to protect this treasure. You're supposed to, it's your job to get that kid to adulthood. If if Jesus decides to take that child home beforehand, that's Jesus' choice. But you have no part to play in that. Absolutely no role. I agree. I I, I agree, man. I I don't think there's anything wrong in in, uh, having faith in doctors. Um, and again, the faith is really in God that God will will move through the doctors, that, that, that the doctors will only be a vessel. And I think that's what the issue is, is people don't want to give up the vessel. They they think that they have to be the vessel all of the time. And in that sense, and that's, that's, that's almost pride. vanity. That's yeah, it, not, it is. That's not in any way humility. Why, why, and God isn't present in why, that. Why is it I have to pray? Why is it I, I have to be, be the one that, that you're healed through me? Why, why, why can't my wife pray for you? Why, why can't this pastor do it? Why, why are people 
so so caught up in the vessel as opposed to what's flowing through the vessel. God can flow through point. anything, man. That's a very good point. God can flow through anything, and I think I think you'll you'll demonstrate more faith by having God move move to somebody else other than yourself. Exactly. You know what I mean? Especially as as parents. Especially God, as parents. God God wants you to let go and trust. Yeah. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for that trust. And it's not necessarily always if always you closing your eyes and going, yes, me, Lord, use me, Lord. Mm -hmm. It's God's decision to decide who he's going to use. And that doesn't matter. I mean, as long as the objective is achieved, who cares? Whether it's you or and that's the thing, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if they've, they've not lost sight of the objective. I think they have, man. I I think I think at this point, because they're standing on principle, and it's hurting a little girl at this point. I think at this point now, I I don't want to insult them because that's not my vibe. But I think at this point, it's social pressure. I think they're giving into social pressure. I think if they give in to the doctors, it's going to make them look bad in front of other church members. You know how when you backslide in church and mm-hmm. you go to church and you, there's a certain stigma against you? Mm-hmm. I think for this group of people in this particular church, if you go to a doctor, there is a certain stigma that is attached to Maybe giving so. in to medical Maybe treatment. Maybe so. And, you know and I mean? doctors in the article did talk about that in, in that, you know, parents, there's when they lose their right to be parents and to exercise their parental ability. Yeah. And the state takes over and administers medical attention. Parents are angry that they lost their rights, but they're also relieved. You know, they're relieved that the child is healthy and safe, but then they're worried at the same time what their religious community thinks of them. There's a social pressure. And so what the hospitals do is they integrate some sort of counseling program. Um, between yeah, between between the parents yeah. and the members of the church, so that everybody can understand why it is this yeah. child desperately needed the attention that he or she got. Man, and I believe that's very smart because yes, you, I believe you're right. Um, social pressure is probably very, very imminent, very present in in, in an environment like that, right. where everybody believes so strongly that faith is the only answer. And prayer is the only way. That's yeah, it's sad, man. Just pray about it. I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, let yeah. us know your thoughts, man. One eight seven seven four four nifty. We got thoughts. Regret the tracker coming up very soon, so you definitely do not want to change the station. Keep it locked. We will be right back. You're listening to the Nifty Christian Show. Yo, it's Bissell. I know it ain't easy to, to admit when you're wrong. And a lot of us walk around like, wonder. We ain't got nothing to ask for forgiveness for. So for those who struggle with it, I go first. Uh, Lord, forgive me for taking you for granted. Playing you for a fake and mistaking you for Santa. Aching for the stake and not thanking you for manna. Straying when I have and just praying when I have not. Lord, forgive me for running to the paper. Chasing the cash when plans are coming to you later. Hoping you forgive me. Feeling like I know you gon' forgive me. So for now, I'm going for the Millie. Forgive me.
forgive me for the times I made a promise and lied Saying I promise to God not being honest at all Forgive me for taking advantage of women Forgive me for claiming I'm saved and happily sinning Forgive me for the times I was in the strip club with my cross on Like I was representing you and had it all wrong And trying to make it up to you would be a lost cause If I had to name it all, this would be a long song Forgive me for doubting Jesus For wondering if you even exist sometimes And not believing For acting too busy like it's no time for reading To hopping on the Xbox for the entire evening For cursing your name in conversation For every sick thought that ever crossed my brain While I was praying Forgive me for falling asleep in church Then getting a sudden burst of energy As soon as I leave the church Forgive me for sitting in traffic and Complaining instead of praying for the people Involved in the accident For Turning the little homies and the riders for me Forgive me for letting E sell a body for me And forgive me for every time that I played the bully And did somebody wrong cause I knew they couldn't whoop me Forgive me for praying for different stuff And getting mad and losing faith cause it ain't happening quick enough If I'm ever escaping these temptations Accepting defeat with my back against the wall You kept me on my feet even when I was meant to fall Lord forgive me for seeking the applause Feeding my ego when clearly the victory is yours See me and Bizzle both got this one thing in common Trying to shed some light on the truth when we be rhyming Since you don't know what we've been through Don't judge us if by chance you still do so We won't hold grudges Why bother? Life is too short to live with regret Plus our father teaches us we should forgive and forget yet in reality it's easier said than done especially if you ain't a preacher or a nun so i pray for strength and forgive them in your name and it's only by your grace that for me you'll do the same We've got more heat coming your way. way. He's rocked the stage with the true Canton Jones, Lecrae. Now on June 14th, you can get the debut album. Also featuring the smash hit single, Do It, featuring Deshaun Knight. Everywhere on June 14th. 
We know you like the hip-hop music, but you also want the right message in the content. Well, let me introduce some and present to others the digital music source for hip-hop's next generation. HolyCultureDownload.com The people's choice for Christian hip-hop and R&P. Bringing you all the flavors you need. From the East, the West, the Midwest, the Holy South, and all around the globe. The hip-hop culture's not going anywhere. Arm yourself with music representing the kingdom. HolyCultureDownload.com Hey there, it's KC. If you're an artist, author, promoter, or entrepreneur, we can help you spread the word about your ministry or business. The Nifty Christian Radio Show was nominated for Best Internet Radio Show of the Year with our podcast downloaded in over 100 countries worldwide. The majority of Nifty Christian listeners come from the USA, Canada, Russia, the UK, Australia, and South Africa. So if you need to spread the word, just email us at sales at niftychristian.com. That's sales at niftychristian.com. We look forward to speaking with you soon. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is Greg, a.k.a. the truck driver out of Fayetteville, North Carolina, and you're listening to the Nifty Christian Radio Show, the place for intelligent believers believe that and these are my thoughts i was listening to a podcast called did god really tell you to do it and as i was listening to that podcast i also was reading that subject title and i wondered how many people slept on that podcast because they felt like that wasn't relevant to their lives and a beginning of the podcast it began expounding and i'm wondering if these people would email or call nifty uh preaching to them that they are anointed to be producers and artists and musicians and radio hosts and DJs and they would hear this time and time again but Nifty and Casey would encourage the listeners is that really God telling you to do it and that's just one aspect of that subject title and a lot of you all could not relate to that so let's take you outside the box really quick and then we'll come back let's change that subject subject title uh, if did God really tell you to do it and change that to did Satan tell you to do it and the, re- the realm that I'm going to put you all in is many times when we fall into temptation we constantly take our point finger and we're pointing it right at the devil saying that he made me or he presented this idea to me where we forget to apply the principle that when he presents it's us that's drawn to that temptation in the first place it's us that wants to drink. It's us that wants to smoke. It's us that wants to set, have sex outside of marriage and with different people. Uh, it's our own desires that gets us in trouble. And so I, I try to feel contemplative as David was in many of his psalms where he asked the Lord, paraphrase, that why does it seem like the wicked always seems to profit? And when I thought about that, well, for the Christian, there are many things that goes against us. It's not just the enemy, but the biggest enemy is ourselves. Our own desires gets us in trouble so many times. So like David, I often ask myself, well, how is it that we're going to overcome this thing? We give, we're given the word how to overcome the enemy, but how do you overcome yourself? So let's jump back to what Nifty and KC was talking about when they expounded on the principles on how to read your word and how to listen to God's voice. Go back and listen to that podcast, understanding the second question, is Satan the one that's telling you to do it? And you'll be able to apply that thing 
and be delivered from yourself. Get that, listeners. It's not the enemy. It's you. This is Greg, a.k.a. The Truck Driver, and these are my thoughts. The Bible tells you what to do. We tell you how to do it. The Nifty Christian Radio Show. Say what? The Nifty Christian Radio Show. What do you say? The Nifty Christian Radio Show. What do you say? The Nifty Christian Radio Show. What are you saying? The Nifty Christian Radio Show. Stop it! I mean it. The Nifty Christian Radio Show. Hallelujah. Keep a little cozy corner in your heart for me. Welcome back to the Nifty Christian Radio Show Um, Yo man, I just want to give a big shout out to my man Greg For uh, his thoughts today Um, One of his best ones in my my Mm -hmm. opinion I agree Um, And it tied in so well to what we 
to what we spoke about today were, uh, you know, you really got to look at yourself. And um, sometimes our biggest enemy, a lot of times actually, our, our greatest enemy, our greatest fear, and our greatest hindrance is all the man in the mirror. So all that person, um, all with that person that's standing in the mirror. Uh, so as we move forward, man, you know, um, let's 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 be a little bit more open-minded in terms of how God can move. We are not the only vessel, the only option that God has when we're praying for our family members. Um, I don't see anything wrong with, uh, you know, God using a doctor. Even if the doctor is not saved, that doesn't mean that God can't use him. Um, God, God can use anybody. There's no limit to God. You know what I mean? And I think, I think that's one of the things that we no have to... No respecter of persons. You know, we we, 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 we got to keep that in mind, man. There's mm-hmm. no limit. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Take away that pride, take away that ego. That is a form of pride and ego. And uh, take away that fear and replace it with faith, man. So big shout out to Greg. Um, 187744Nifty is our student line. If you got any thoughts, comments, anything that you want to add to this discussion, if you want to agree or disagree with us, um, I'd love to chop it up with you, man, about this. This is a big one for me. Um, I have a feeling I'm, I'm going to get a few naysayers about this one because it's such a big topic and something that everybody said. You know, yeah, we're just it, it, about it. It but, can't be avoided. I know um, that we've stepped on some toes. But, you know, um, still, I'm willing to chop it up with you, man. I'm not a confrontational dude. We've had people um, confront us many times. But they and, always leave friends. And I, I usually make friends They out always of them, leave man. us friends. Yeah, usually, so, so, you know, it's cool. We're I'm confident. Like, it's okay. Uh, Bring it. I'm a very friendly guy, man. I'll turn you into my friend if you don't like me. If you don't like me now, you, you'll like me after. <laughs> I'm so friendly. <laughs> um, do remember, man, a um, couple things coming out for the summer, man. Um, Victory's album's coming out June 28th. Ambassador's coming out July 12th. Um, SO is coming out June 20th, which is a free album, actually. I'm excited for SO's project, man. It sounds very, very I hope good you're so not far. excited just because it's free. Yeah, well, you know, that too. But, oh, gosh. I mean, I, I think he's a great artist. I, I would support it regardless, man. Good. Um, <laughs> uh, who else is coming out? Uh, Spoken is out right now. Never Heard is out right now. So, cops support him. Tashaun Knight out right now. Um, who else am I missing? I think I'm good for now, man. Thizzle's coming out soon, too. Um, it's going to be a good summer, man. Yeah, um, gonna, gonna you summer. were just telling me this, this evening that um, Bizzle. Bizzle, is, yeah. I forgot, man. Bizzle just dropped as well. Is it, And doing very well, yeah, I might man, add. Top 10 on the iTunes. Doing, doing very, very mm-hmm. well, man. And uh, if you're in the Toronto area, man, I'm actually going to be hosting uh, the Ambassador concert. Ambassador's coming up July 8th. Um, so if you're in the Toronto area, um, come check it out. All Nations Church, hosted by myself. Um, featuring Spoken and a, a host of other artists as well. And then July 9th, um, JR is going to be in Toronto. And uh, my man Tashaun Knight will be opening up for JR. So if you're in the area, man, uh, we advise you to check it out. Just go on Facebook and just, mm-hmm. just uh, search JR in Toronto and search Ambassador in Toronto. And uh, you know, click that you're attending and you can come chop it up with me. KC will be there too. You know, but you know, you're, 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 you're more interested in me. Says who? You know, because it's just what it is. I rock. What's wrong with you? Yeah, but I rap. <laughs> so what if you rap? You're not rapping that night. You're hosting. You know, I'm. I'm, I'm, fa- it's I'm false. A, false I'm, representation. I might rap a little something. It's something. False advertising. I, all you ever do, all you ever do when you host is you try to sing, and that is like, ugh. 
I'm gonna get an auto-tune mic for this for, for this ambassador concert. I'm gonna get an auto-tune mic so when I sing, it will be melody onto God's ears. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else that um that you wanna add? Anything that now I believe we have covered it all. You good? Yes, I'm good. Well, on that note, remember to love all those around you. Love the one above you. If you can do that, then you too can be a nifty Christian. Much love. Much love, y'all. Peace. Oh, by the way, Facebook.com slash Nifty Christian. Jeez. And Nifty Christian at Twitter. <laughs> at Twitter. Follow me, y'all. <laughs> You're, listening. You're listening to the Nifty Christian Show.